You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Another big game happening on Sunday, Roots. You'll looking. be with the Eels, won't you? With the Eels, too right. They're the old blue and gold. Eels. Yeah, blue and gold. My yeah. old club's colours. Talking of old clubs, our next guest has played for nearly every bloody club I've ever seen. Ah, oh, but he was a shark at heart. He played for Newcastle, Hunter Mariners, Melbourne Storm, Roots. He went where the money was, Northern <laughs> Eagles, Cronulla Sharks, <laughs> Canterbury Bulldogs. <laughs> represented New South Wales on 10 occasions and played for Australia yes. as well. He's part of the SEN team. He'll be calling the game on the weekend. Brett Kamali. Don't take that line down, Brett. Oh, you got more money no, than the ball can pull. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brady, how thank you for your time. How big is this? This is the first time that these two clubs have ever met in an NRL grand final, the Eels and Penrith. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it, um, for how long these two sides have been in the competition. Uh, but this is the first occasion that they're going to meet in a grand final. I think atmosphere-wise, it's probably going to be one of the best grand finals we've, mm. we've been a part of for a long, long time. Obviously, you now, two very proud, very strong-supported Western Sydney clubs. Um, the NRL Grand Final was unfortunately in Brisbane last year because of COVID and uh, the whole competition moving. So um, I did watch the AFL Grand Final, so I saw how special that was to play back at the MCG, which is mm. the home of the AFL. Um, I think it will be very, very special for NRL to have the, the NRL Grand Final back in its traditional home, which is Sydney. So, Brad, help us. If you do not barrack for the Eels or the Panthers... Are you going to be an Eels supporter simply because of the long drought since 1986? Are they just the everyone's team at the moment if you don't barrack for Penrith? I agree with that, yeah. I think Penrith have, Penrith have created some a great uh, legacy the last few years. This will be their third grand final they've yeah. played in in a row. Um, they've got a wonderful football side. They've all turned into representative players. I'm going to say 85% or 90% of yeah. their squad have all come through Penrith's system. So you either love them or you do hate them. Um, there was a thought a couple of years ago that they were a little bit cocky and arrogant. So um, there was that was a bit of a knock they had on them for a while, but I think they're just the best mates and they enjoy playing good brands of football. So they're the best I've seen for a long, long time. They trust their systems. They, they don't play an expansive game, but they yeah. just trust their and play the same style for the full 80 minutes. Um, traditionally, they're not a side that score a... 50 points or a 60 points like maybe a Roosters or a Melbourne yeah. Storm sometimes do when they get red hot. Parramatta probably have the ability to score 50 or 60 when they get red hot. So I think if you had tickets to the grand final and you don't go for either side, you will definitely become a Parramatta fan. Longest drought in NRL, ARL history. Um, you know, 09 they played in the grand final. Melbourne Storm won it, but then had that premiership taken off the Melbourne Storm yes. as well. So yeah, yeah. been waiting a fair while for this. And... Um, I will say that they probably won't be in another grand final for at least five years after this game because Ooh. they lose a couple of very, Ooh. very key players in key positions for the football club. So is it an emotional week for the Eels? Are they, are they wheeling out everyone from 86 and all of a sudden that becomes a bit of an emotional ride for the current players? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I, 
because I've just heard that obviously Parramatta have finished their last training session today. So they'll obviously rest up tomorrow. They'll try and keep it as as low key as they can. Um, obviously, Grand Final week in Sydney has been huge. Um, street parades, about open fan days. Every player has been a part of a lot of the media this week, um, and the focus is purely on two teams left in the competition. When there's 16 in the competition, that gets shared around it. So I think Grand Final week is the biggest week outside of State of Origin football. Yeah. Um, State of Origin goes for 10 days in camp, and it's just such a big build-up of millions and millions of people, and there's only two teams playing that weekend or that week of competition. So I think NRL is the highest thing or the best thing or the, the greatest thing you can achieve. Yeah. Probably sits just above State of Origin. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be all about... You know, I think I remember I interviewed Reed Marnie, so I called the game for SCN two weeks ago mm. and interviewed Reed Marnie when they won at Combank Stadium against the Canberra Raiders and said, Oh, well you've got another week now to play for the uh, for the Parramatta side to keep your time going because he's off to Canterbury and he he pretty much summed it up and said that they were the club that gave him an opportunity, had faith in him, created him and turned him into what he is and he, he you know, he wants to send the club out as a winner. Yeah. So he's a player that I think that plays a key position for Parramatta. And I'll be very interested to watch how he goes on Sunday because of the emotion of maybe wanting to try too hard of to course. win the game to, yep. to, to send Parramatta out that winner before he leaves the club and goes off to the dogs. Brett, this is fascinating. In the AFL world that we're in here in Adelaide, we're debating as to where the AFL grand final will fit as a twilight or night. And then I'm reading today the NRL players or a group of NRL players are trying to push it back to a day. Where's where's the push to want it to be back to a day grand final rather than a twilight and finish under lights? Yeah, well, I think the night grand final. I've just got a run sheet actually here from the NRL today, and 7:30 p.m. is expected to be kickoff. So um, knowing that I'll probably be a little bit later than that, it's you know it's a long day waiting. Mm. Um, it's obviously what you can't do when you go to an NRL game is you can't sit there on the bench and watch the game before you or the entertainment before you because one you have no seat. And two, you, you just want to not be around it because you don't want to play your game too early, but then you don't want to go in the change rooms and get dressed okay. too early because then you sit around too long. So I'm a huge fan of believing that I think it could go back to an afternoon into twilight grand final. Um, State of Origin football, so many kids during the week, it doesn't kick off till 8.15. They're asleep before halftime or bits and pieces. Oh. And I think the development and the future of the game, you've got to give kids dreams. The afternoon barbecues, they have the great fan. You, you know, you can have a... a Bit of festival festival afternoon, but I think that's seven thirty kickoff. That's you know I think we're off air at eleven pm, and I'm sure I'll be stuck in a car park trying to get out of ANZ precinct still at that time because of the game finishing probably about ten o'clock, and you know the the precinct being full of seventy or eighty thousand people and a struggle to get home. So I think the the game of football and the game of AFL and the game of cricket and everything that is an entertainment sport. There's so many choices to have. You've got to make the experience the best experience we can make it. Um, and I just think this being on at eight, at 7.30, which will probably be a bit late, you getting out there at 11, you know, I don't know how many time how many kids will be up and around and how many kids are going to watch the full 80 minutes on, on TV. So I'm a fan of the afternoon day game in the night. I think the football game in a day is a better game of football because there's no dew on the field. You can pass the ball more um, and probably a better... Of, um, a better entertainment for points scored. If we want to talk about points scored, I think the day game will give us more excitement than probably what a night game will give us because of, um, like, where it's still been raining for the last two days here in Sydney as well. So we're going to talk about night at ANZ Stadium that is traditionally a, a slippery stadium 
and then we'll make it nighttime as well. So that sort of lessens the excitement, not the excitement, but lessens the um, execution and the movement of the football. Okay. Great answer. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Brett, when we're previewing AFL games down here, we talk about some sides being more suited to the conditions of the day, and that's because of tools and smalls and game style. Uh, there's a 70% chance of showers for your game on Sunday. If it's a wet game, does it favour Penrith or, or Parramatta Eels, or it doesn't matter as much? Well, probably favours Penrith. Penrith are the best defensive team in the competition. They have the best kicking game in the competition through a guy called Nathan Cleary. Um, and the back, and the, I think the forwards are pretty much matched up. I think both forward battles will be pretty much neck and neck. We've got the two New South Wales halfbacks going against each other. Parramatta, on their best days, are a very expansive football team that have a lot of the passing between the 7-6 and the 1. So... Uh, where Penrith play a lot of football, more tr- more off their forwards and more change of angles and through their dummy half and happy Coruscant. So mm. I think wet weather football suits Penrith. Um, it needs to be a, a, probably a super dry day. Parramatta need to be at their best. Parramatta are a side, I don't know who you can relate to in the AFL, but Parramatta are a side that when they're 10 out of 10, they can beat anyone and play brilliant. But they also have the ability to be a 4 out of 10 in the same time or the same year. So there's no the, the gap between the great and the worst is... is Probably the, I think, the highest in probably the top eight sides that made the semi-finals. Okay. Mm. Now, Brett, help us out with another AFL NRL issue. If we follow you to Magic Round, what's it like? Unbelievable. The biggest event there is for three days at whatever venue hosts it, festival, sport. Um, you get tickets for three days of rugby league. You get to go in and out of the event. You get to go and be a part of it. I think, I think they've agreed to go to Magic Round next year in Brisbane. And then I think I'd like to see it promoted. Throughout, go to New Zealand, go to Townsville, go to Combank of Parramatta, go to Melbourne. Um, obviously, we take State of Origin to Perth into yeah. Adelaide, and it's been great success. So, um, I remember watching the English Super League had did it multiple times, where they take it to a venue that it, that doesn't host rugby league regularly and just make it a weekend festival. So, mm-hmm. I think it's a great opportunity. I know you guys should take it on board. We obviously are the premier code, so if you want to follow, you can come on board. I was waiting yeah. for that. I was waiting for yeah. that. Is Peter Vlandy's nearby? Is Peter Vlandy's holding yeah. up cue cards for you, is he? Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, thanks, Brett. He's a shy retiring man, Peter Vlandy's, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I reckon it's going to happen, and it'll probably happen in your city, if not Brisbane. All right, Brett. Let's get the tip. Uh, yeah, let's get the tip, and by how much? Uh, I think Penrith win. I think Penrith are just such a good side that trust their systems. Uh, if you said 70% rate on Sunday, I'll have Penrith winning. Uh, I'm going to say eight points. Eight I'm points. Say, yeah. And I think Dylan Edwards will effectively get our, our Clive Churchill medal, which is the equivalent to Norm your Smith. player in the match last yep, week. Yep, Norm, Norm Smith, Smith medal, yep. Hey, we look forward to the coverage. We'll be hearing it here on SENSA Live from 5.30. Brett, really appreciate your time. Have a wonderful call. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brett. He's an absolute ripper. We learned a lot then. Yeah, we did. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.